Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. This is not your usual host, Joe McCormick. I guess I'm a guest host. My name is Charlie Thornton, and I've worked with Joe since 2006, building out the Brief Lab. So why are you hearing my voice today? Uh, as you may have heard, Joe recently re released a new book called Noise, How to Live and Lead When Nobody Can Focus. And we're all pretty excited about it at the Brief Lab. Uh, you can pick it up anywhere that books are sold. And we thought this would be a cool opportunity to bring some new voices into the conversation and to talk to some successful executives about how they manage the noise in their lives. So in this episode, I talked with Jim Lee. And Jim is the Chief Operations Officer for U.S. Services at Microsoft, a former Division I athlete. He's worked with some really cool clients in his career in the military, in the corporate world, and in the sports world. And I think even more importantly than that, and, and the reason that I asked Jim to join me is he's a really high integrity guy, and he's one of the most intentional people that I've ever met. And you can get that from the moment that you start talking to him. So I wanted to dig a little deeper and understand some of the secrets of his success. So we started off our conversation about the noise that we all face in our lives and some of the risks that that poses to us. Let's take a listen. If you think about the negativity we have just in our lives every day, I mean, you know, people are in a hurry to get to work. They're, you know, in a hurry to get through the grocery store or they're rushing around with kids. They don't often take the time to reflect on life in general. And so the noise just called life, people don't plan for what they want to get out of life, right? Do people wake up and think about you know, not only getting their kids to school, but, you know, what are their kids' life going to be like? And are they setting the right tone in how they're approaching things, you know, with their children, their husband, um, their spouse, their partner, whatever, like, you know, thinking through that, you know, approaching life. So every day I wake up and so early to get ready for the day. So when you approach it, you can approach the day planful, um, but you're, you're approaching it with a positive mindset and understanding that every moment in life, you have an impact on somebody else's life, whether it's your kid, whether it's a spouse, whether it's you know somebody at work, um, you have impact every day. And you know they say a smile goes a long way. Well, I mean, how many times do you get in an elevator and not even say anything to anybody, right? It's you know say hey, how are you doing? You know, give them a big smile, and sometimes you can lift people's day up just through your attitude. And then that becomes infectious for people that are around you. Um, and then you learn to kind of manage the noise of life. People wake up, you know, and they either go through a midlife crisis or late in life saying, wow, what, what happened? Well, what happened is they didn't wake up and think about life in general and planning every moment. And I, I say, you know, you live every minute, every moment, you know, every day. And if, if you do it in a more planful fashion, you can control that that noise in life and make it more about methodical planning and things will just start to fall in place for you. If we asked a hundred professionals, if they wanted to live a more intentional life, I, they'd probably all say, yeah, yes. they probably would. They probably would. So, so what, like what's holding us back from doing it? Discipline. It's the discipline of, it's like what holds people back from going to the gym. It's the mm -hmm. mental discipline to, to know that you're going to spend time um, focusing on, you know, your life and whether it's writing goals down and, and getting up and focusing on them every day, but it's having that discipline to do it. And I think that that, 
you know, they, they say 98% of the wealth is generated by 2% of the population. That 2% generally has a, a secret sauce. And when you kind of peel the onion back for many of them, it's about being very intentional with their life, with, you know, goals and ambitions that others may have thought were impossible. And then through that intention, you make things possible. And, and that's, you know, even with the elite athletes, there's a, there's a mindset that they wake up disciplined with how they're going to approach life. I'm playing college football and I've been around a lot of different elite professionals, but also elite athletes. Yeah. And, you know, I've, as you know, the, the NFL is one of my clients. So being around those people, you know, I've just learned that it does come down to discipline with life. Yeah. Right. You've got so much going on. Yeah. I mean, the last time we were together, you pulled out your phone and you started scrolling through your emails and there were like, there was like 300 unopened emails. It was insane. Yeah. So how do you, in that environment, how do you create time to be intentional? How much time do you, do you need and, and what do you do with, with that time? Yeah. So for me, I mean, I wake up every day, generally between five and five thirty, and, and I'll spend at least okay. 30 minutes. I'm of the, obviously get a cup of coffee, but then sit down and spend yeah. 30 minutes on first the, the goals of the day. So you kind of get through what, what's the day going to look like and, and plan that. And then the next chunk comes down to, you know, visualizing, you know, my goals and dreams, right. And I go into the, the pillars I mentioned, health, family, work, um, and then some personal goals that I have, but yeah. um, that allows me that space for clarity allows me that space for just calmness is probably the right way. Um, most people get up, uh, you know, alarm clock goes off, they immediately get up, they're you know, making breakfast for themselves, running to the office or making breakfast for the kids and get them off to school, but they haven't taken their time to focus on just life in general and, and even work. And so taking that, that 30 minutes is precious for me. And if I can squeeze in even an hour, it's even better. Um, it allows me to, to start the day in a calm fashion and in a very planful fashion. And then, um, you know, you mentioned the emails. It depends on the day. You know, I can get 50 to 100 an hour sometimes, depending on what's going on. Um, you know, if we have real. announcements or something, it's just, it's a lot of activity. And for me, it's, you know, you have to chunk your day up into one, the most important things that you can move the needle. And every person's business is different. Right. And I pick what those I call them the big rocks that we have to get accomplished for that day, regardless. Um, and then when it comes to email, people will get they will drown an email and they'll, they'll be on email all day and assume that they've made an impact because they're busy. <laughs> Activity doesn't mean you've drove you've driven impact for an organization. It just means you were busy, but it doesn't mean that that busy <laughs> drove impact. So I'm, I'm very conscious about making sure I have two or three big impact things that I can accomplish, you know, in a day, right? And um, whether it's, you know, helping the team negotiate, you know, a big deal or a big opportunity, um, it may be a, a big thought process I have to, you know, drive, call it deal velocity or processes for an, the organization to help us function better. It could be, you know, creation of different teams that will drive new innovations. It just depends on, on, on the day, what it could be. Um, but with, with email itself, I'm very specific on 
is the email to me? <laughs> Am I just CC'd? When somebody replies to all, I mean, the unread function in, in email is great because you can scan through you know, hundreds in, in a very fast time and just scan to see based on all the noise that's going on, is there anything that could be relevant to you as a leader? When you look at those like couple big things for the day, are those, are those the things that you're running through during that time in the morning? You know, it, it could be the, the image of, of how I want to feel and be in the energy could be, you know, same for my wife or family members, or it could be praying for somebody. I mean, if somebody's got health challenges, it's seeing them healthy. Right. Um, yeah. You know, for family, it's, you know, the, the, the family environment, um, is important to me too, and making sure you know the kids are happy, aunts and uncles, and then in work, it's that those pillars I talked about. Like, it's not only seeing the big things happen, like whether it's a quarter, you know, hitting the number, the profitability, you know, doubling the business. Um, it could be that. It could be, you know, trying to think of new ways to innovate and bring new solutions to market or, you know, building more effective teams. So it, it, it depends, but every day it's something either related to the day, well, normally it's related to the day as well as the longer term, you know, impact that you want to drive, you know, a year to two years out even. The good way is to think of it in, in health context because business can be somewhat harder, but, you know, somebody may be ill today, but you see them healthy. So your focus is not on their current condition, it's the future condition for business, it could be, you know, leading the business to to a billion dollars. You know, that was one of my my goals this year was to get one of our business pillars to a billion. That's huge, right? And the team can rally around that. But you see the end result of getting to that billion dollars. You know, the happiness of the team, celebration. You feel those moments um, of getting there. It sounds like you you mentor people on this kind of stuff. Um, I do it. You know, I'm getting more and more requests at work and, and just in life in general, um, trying to help. Yeah. When it, it's, it's funny because I, you know, I, I grew up in, a, in a, a, a good family, but it was a tough family. You know, my parents, um, we had a restaurant business and, you know, it, it did well. Oh, yeah. Drinking age changed to 21 from 18 and lost a lot of money, went through bankruptcy. You know, they both ended up being alcoholics. Um, you know, I had to live through that. And seeing some of the stuff that they went through on, on the, you know, on the counter of that, you know, you have the influence of grandparents, you know, uncles and others that could be big pillars on your life. And, and I think for me, even friends that I had in school, I made conscious efforts that there were times where I, you know, wasn't around the greatest crowd and I made conscious efforts to realize, are these people going to be people that are going to be in my life 20 years from now? Are these people that are going to, elevate me for the goals I have in my life. Um, and that's really important. Who we surround ourselves with is critical to, to success for, for kids and, and even adults. I think people lose sight of the influence people can have. Are they fueling your dreams and goals or are they just squashing them? Let's turn the topic to um, technology, which is obviously something that yeah. you, you, you know a lot about being Absolutely. at Microsoft. Um, there's so much information coming at us right now. Um, and it's so hard to, I feel like it's so hard to find quiet time. Um, are there any, like, are there any glimmers of hope? Like is it can technology help us solve this problem that it, admittedly it's kind of created for us. It comes down to your right focus, right? 
and you know in your personal life you'll get texts while you're at work and you get ims at work and you get i mean it, it is hard and if you're not a disciplined person it can distract you um but there are tips like you know i am there's notifications that pop up well if, i mean if you're working on a really important email and you keep getting all these notifications your focus goes away from a very impactful moment which is that that you know, you know, big announcement you might be making or big business transformation yeah. that you've been wanting to send, and then you get distracted, and that's what generally happens to a lot of professionals. Over time, uh, technology will get there; it's just not there yet. So you think it's going to look a lot different in twenty years? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, because I do. I like. It does. Seem seem like when you're switching back and forth from between all these sort of different distractions that like, it's like every time you move your eyes, you lose a fraction of effectiveness or something. You know what I mean? And there's like, there's a, there's a transition cost. There is. And I think technology will help us focus more on what the important things, right. Based on your, your role or what type of work you're doing, because you know, email is all encompassing of everything. Right. But there's not a lot of, well, there is a lot of machine learning behind it for companies like mine and Microsoft, but in, in most companies, they're not leveraging machine learning to drive, you know, if you're an individual, what are the most impactful emails that you could get that could drive the impact or decisions that you need to make? Because right now, all these systems in the back end, like for just example, for, for deal approvals, right? Everything's an email. So you get an email, you yeah. got to go to this system to do this, this system to do that. But if somehow you have the systems or email or you name it to, to, to drive the biggest impact for your role. Right. And that's where you've majority spend, spend the majority of your time versus filtering out all the other noise. That's going to drive personally more impact that you can have on a company. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of the conversations that we've had in the past have been focused on um, some of the pain points of the noise in our yeah. lives. Right. And how do we, how do we sort of address that and fix that? But it sounds like you're, maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. It sounds like you're kind of optimistic about where this, this all leads though. No, I mean, I'm very optimistic. I I think we're there, you know, um, as our company, I mean, we spend billions on, on research and development. And so seeing some of the things I see and where we are, uh, you know, I think we've got to catch up in many instances. Technology is, is getting there at a very, very fast pace. It's, people being accepting of the technology, but also being able to develop or bring the technology to market um, that you can do it at, at a reasonable cost for, for people is, is the other big challenge that the industry faces. Because the, the back end, you call it the core, and when it comes to communication and the data that's being generated, you know, artificial intelligence, the beauty of it is the algorithms learn. And so the, every single second, the algorithms are, are getting stronger and learning more about people and interaction and becoming, you know, uh, they say people like, right. And so that's the thing that, you know, the machines will allow us to hopefully be more, more effective and focused on what is going to drive the, the biggest impact. Is there still a, a place for just shutting down the technology and just getting away from it? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of a mode, it's like, you know, just focus time, deep work, just going and, and going somewhere quiet. And that's why I say for me, like the, every day I do it right for 30 minutes to an hour in the mornings. 
and it's just shut down. Phones are off. Uh, once you start to do that, you kind of get irritated when you hear a ding or something from a phone or a noise. You're in that in that mode of thought. And if you can get in that zone of thought, it's amazing the things that you can come up with. Um, and you, you get into that zone. And, and sometimes people that run or athletics, you know when you're in that zone and you're in that rhythm. Um, same thing happens with your mind. You just get into that zone and you know you're there and you know the sky's the limit. Many of the, the great leaders uh, do that. And Bill Gates was one who was huge on, he would uh, you know go to his cabin and he would shut down for a week and just think big thoughts. Maybe next spring we can do another podcast on how to have a good vacation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You could share some insights there because exactly. I think that's, that's probably something yeah, that think, I mean, when they're on vacation, they come up with all these ideas. I mean, it's clarity of yeah. thought. Like it's yeah. just, gosh, you know, this, that, or the other, it's just, it's crazy when you, when you kind of turn the noise down in your mind. Any concluding thoughts or, or final thoughts on the, the noise that we're facing and, and how to deal with it? Or we've covered a lot. Well, I know we covered a lot. I mean, I just go back to just make sure you, you find time for yourself because um, you can be a, you know, turning off the noise right? To, to find that quiet time for yourself to, to, to think big thoughts. Um, you know, being disciplined in how you approach life is, 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 you know, absolutely critical. And then, you know, start every single day with a positive attitude, like this is the greatest day of your life, another day of progress, another minute of progress. Um, and, and just know that every intersection you have with a person can impact their life in a big way. And, and whether it's a smile, whether it's cheering somebody up, you know, and, and the more you can do that, the more infectious you become and, and the better leader you can be for an organization and or person, wife, kid, whatever. Uh, just be that, you know, that positive light around them. And, you know, it's, it's amazing what you know, kind of flywheel that starts to create in your life. Okay. I really appreciate Jim sharing his thoughts with us today. And I appreciate everyone who took the time to listen. If you like this podcast, please be sure to check out our other episodes and give us an awesome rating on iTunes. We'll be back soon with more on how to manage the noise in your life so it doesn't manage you. I'm Charlie Thornton from The Brief Lab. Take care.